Hello friends and what is happening welcome to the Multiverse Podcast episode 57 for December the 21st your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. The final episode of 2020 and we wrap up the year by giving you our thoughts on the Disney Plus and Marvel announcements from the other week, Mandalorian season 2 review and finally to wrap up the show our thoughts on our favourite shows of the year consolidating them into um, a potential top 5. I'm your host the Mad Titan Hussein, my co-host is the meme lord Mio and welcome to episode 57. Mio, what is happening? It's been a long, long year. Yes. But, in, gen- um, in general. I would say I, I've been looking forward to this episode the most because, you know, movies were not that great this year. Video games were okay. Yep. TV, great great year for TV. Tons of good TV shows. Tons I think of- it's been a strong year. Yeah. Yeah, I think, a really strong year. I think out of all the media... <laughs> Our video games and everything, I think TV show has really, really dominated, especially in the current climate. I think it's, mm-hmm. uh, I think companies have seen this and just pushed out a lot of great content. And yeah, you're right. I think video games, I think it suffered. It was a good year. Don't get me wrong. I think it's, uh, I, I think the future is bright for, for video games. Movies, you know, there was only one or two <laughs> movies that really like appealed to me during, during this year. Uh, I know you've seen Tenant, which we'll come to in a separate podcast because I think that's gonna that'll take up most of this podcast. And then TV, TV's just been the, I think the best form of uh, media this year. I should I should have watched Tenant then inverted, so I I've seen it for the movie <laughs> podcast episode. That's what I should have done. Yeah. Uh, quick thoughts though on it. I, I I know you said it in the chat. I just want to know. Did you really? Because I because obviously you've been really really I wouldn't say secretive about it, but you haven't really opened up about it because i feel like you're holding i'm, I'm, I'm saving it for the podcast okay fantastic I'm saving it for the podcast, but i did like it though yeah I I, like i'm assuming you're going to be watching it uh, uh, maybe one or two more times yeah I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it again but first viewing you know i i liked it yeah i, I watched it again the other day for the fourth time and uh it just felt like a completely different mu- movie or subtitles you understood it this time <laughs> mate with su- i had like my my gaming headset on uh subtitles Oh, honestly, I was just like, I was mesmerized. It felt like a completely different movie. There was a lot of exposition that I actually caught on this time. The scene with Michael Caine, I actually, I actually understood that. It took me I watched four- that. I watched that with subtitles and I still didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> and then the scene with the, you know, uh, with the boats. Yeah. That was the that worst. Was, no yeah. one was trolling there. I, no one had to be trolling there. He's like, okay, we're gonna make this boat scene as loud as possible. Yeah, like I did not honestly, Mio. I never understood what was happening in that scene. I didn't. Quick, wait, 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 quick spoiler for the movie. Like yeah. when she like unhooks his wire and he falls yeah. off. I was like, what? What's like, going yeah. on? Like, that came out of nowhere. I did, didn't it? Yeah, and um, and he nearly drowned out of that. I was like, really? Yeah. I was like, what's going on? Oh, but yeah, um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. We'll, we'll definitely talk about it. Um, in a separate podcast but there's only one place to start i think and i think it's uh marvel dropping bombs on us and got us shook yeah. to be honest with you yeah while you were asleep man i was asleep i woke up i was i, I didn't even know what what hit me i was like what what is happening and there was a lot of announcements i think the one that i want to touch on first uh i know it's a somber one but it's the black panther 2 mm-hmm. one good actually choice. i think it's a good choice yeah they yeah. confirmed that they would not be um, recasting the role of um, Chadwick Boseman, uh, King T'Challa, and I think that's that's just the perfect thing. Uh, maybe maybe in a ten ten years time, five years time, whatever the case may be, but in this moment in time in Black, for Black Panther two, 
it's not needed. I think just yeah. move on the storyline without it. Just either acknowledge his death off screen, saying that he had a mission and never came back, or just do what they did for Captain Marvel in an Endgame or something. She disappeared for most of the movie. So I I, I don't know. I think that was um. I well, think that was still- a ba- that was a that was a bad reason she wasn't in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think that was I think that's the best call to be honest with you. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to start off with. Um, a lot of announcements, man. A lot. So many announcements. And I'm trying to remember them now off by heart because I completely forgot to. Okay, so I have them pulled up. But okay. Well, I'll start with the trailers. Um, yep. WandaVision, more of the same, pretty yep. much. Like we've seen most of it. Yep. I'm excited it for that. Like yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. It looks really trippy. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. That looked pretty cool. Okay, so my thoughts on that, we will go in one by one quickly. My thoughts on that is out of WandaVision, Loki, and, and obviously this, I'm not too hyped about this. The, the trailer didn't really... Yeah, it looks like it'll be the least uh, like interesting out of the three because it looks like it's more the same. Like mm. Captain America, you know, yeah. while the others are like going and like, we, we have no idea where those shows are going. But this yeah. one, you know, it, it looks like they're cleaning up like Hydra or whatever. But, yes, you know, yes. It's like a, it's, it'll be like a buddy cop movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see because this is one of my favorite things about what Marvel is doing at the moment, and this is why I feel like certain things that Disney and Marvel are doing, are unlike any other company out there or streaming service, mm-hmm. I like the fact that they're trying to tie in certain, uh, I wouldn't say plot holes, but certain gaps in the movie, in, in, in their kind of uh, Phase One to Three movie lineup. Yeah, and. Um, and this is obviously in preparation for phase four, five, and six and beyond. So what happens after the events? Because this is obviously after the events of Endgame. Mm-hmm. And we're now going to see that. And we're going to see this from the point of um, Bucky and, uh, and Falcon. And I'm excited about that. But at the same time, as always, and I've always you know, played devil's advocate to this whole uh, lineup that I've got. Do I need to watch Disney Plus? Do I need to own Disney? Disney Plus ain't expensive, but it's some people just don't want to watch more stuff because look, we have been oversaturated by comic movies, and I think the fact that we haven't got any this year has been a blessing in disguise, uh, in, in my opinion. Yeah, we, we got Bloodshot this year. Yeah, yeah, but we did get <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so bad. Um, I know Wonder Woman's dropped, but this yeah, is the first true. time. This is the first time since. God knows when we haven't got a single Marvel movie. And I think that's a blessing in disguise. I think, you know, we just needed to, you know, sometimes too much of a good, new good thing. This year. Pardon? New, new Mutants came out this year. New Memes? New Mutants. Oh, New Mutants. Oh, man, I completely forgot about that movie. Yeah, I don't think anyone <laughs> saw it. Nah, I'm not watching. No, there's no way on earth I am watching that movie. I might watch it for Anya Taylor-Joy, though. Yeah, possibly. But I'll wait. I'm going to wait until it drops on cable box and I'll watch it. Um, but this is the first time and obviously too much of good things sometimes is a bad thing and I feel like we just needed that break from comic movies you know um, and just be excited for comic movies again because we've just yeah. been thrusted in our face for so long and I think I'm more excited now for Black, uh, Black Widow yeah yeah than I was if, if without the COVID situation and so on and so forth so um, so I'm excited about what what Marvel are doing with with this, and but this looked like my least favorite because mm-hmm. the Loki trailer that looked incredible. That looked I, I love so this good. One. That looked so good. And I have like no idea what's going on. It looks like there's time travel. Owen yep. Wilson's in it. Yep, it looks so cool. It's and it ties up obviously when he disappears uh, during Endgame, and mm-hmm. obviously it's got those those time cop 
people. I can't remember what yeah. they were called, the TWAs or whatever. And um, in one of the in one of the clips in the in the trailer, he was on he was hijacking a plane or something. Yeah, yeah, DB Cooper or something. The the famous uh, plane jack or whatever. And uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of time traveling in this, and it just looks it looks incredible. But you know what's funny watching. Uh, uh, the Loki trailer is just everybody keeps everybody seems to be jumping off something or out of something in yeah, every single Marvel movie. We had that with uh, the Black Widow trailer. She was just jumping, and then we obviously had it with the the Falcon one. And then we, straight after, I saw the Loki oh. one, and he's jumping out of the plane. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so everyone's jumping out of stuff. Every, yeah, everyone's jumping out of something. So that was pretty sick. And then they just they just announced uh, a bunch of stuff. I think Secret yeah. Invasion was something that was like, cool. I am so excited for that, and I hope, hopefully, because this is a really, really good comic book storyline, graphic novel, mm. comic book, whatever. And I just hope they do it justice on, on, on TV. It's obviously going to have Samuel Jackson, I believe, obviously. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I don't think there's a date for this just yet, but it's been confirmed. I think 2022, probably. You reckon? Yeah. Um, I think this is definitely going to be part of Marvel's new phase lineup, or whatever, and and they. They're gonna do it in a way where they link the TV with um, with the movies. Um, obviously, jump in if I've forgotten anything. Mio, these are the only ones that I've kind of. Seen uh, to, to, to Armor Wars. Me. I'm kind of excited for Armor Wars. What they finally that? gave they finally gave War Machine a show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I completely uh, forgot. You about know, that. War Machine was like just like a write off the first four movies he was in, but yep. he was do, he was doing work in Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. He was like he was. I was I was like okay, War Machine like. He got, he became crippled, got a suit upgrade. Yep. Now he's like doing work. And um, Ironheart, that's the um, the the new Iron Man oh, show. Okay. okay. And I believe Miss Marvel show too, okay. and M- Moon Knight, which we already we knew about. Yeah, I never yeah. really mentioned and that. And Hawkeye, which you know. Yep. No one's oh, really interested in Hawkeye. No show. one's really interested in that. I've seen a lot of um, stills from. from yeah. Uh, it looks kind of good. With um Haley Seinfeld as yep Kate Bishop, I'm kind of kind of interested in that. I'm look, I'm I'm interested in anything Marvel do because mm-hmm. this whole connection and linking the TV and thing it's it's fascinating. It's going to be fascinating to see how 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 it's done. Because if it is, if it's done well, this is this is going to potentially um revolutionize how we see movies. Because don't forget. We've got DC's HBO Max. So what will they be doing? Because I know they've got the Green Lantern TV show. So how does that transform into a movie or a potential movie? Uh, and obviously whatever Warner Brothers want to do. So th- there's a lot. And it, all it takes is somebody to take a risk. And in this case, it's Marvel. Just how Marvel started off this whole MCU cinematic universe hype. And everybody's tried to jump on the same, same uh, hype train. So it's the same thing with their TV show lineup. If they get this correct and if they it seems like they're going to be putting a lot of money into it. Then, then, you know, we, we're in for, and it's, the, the fans are going to benefit from it. I think, mm-hmm. it, I don't think there's going to be many losers out of this, but if, and I, I, I highly doubt this, but if these TV shows look really, really bad in quality and just seem like they're just like, you know, DLC that you buy, buy for a game and there's just like, there's not much content to them. And yeah. They, they mean nothing. All, all it's there is to just bump up a season pass. And in this case, all they're there is just to bump up the whole subscription to Disney Plus. Then that that that'll be a, a negative in, in my mind. But I highly doubt that. To be honest with you, I really, yeah. you, you you don't push, you don't invest money into a streaming service 
to put out shit content. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're going down a good route. And one of my favorite, second favorite announcements on there, actually, even though I was really kind of, I wouldn't say negative about it, but I wasn't too uh, upbeat about it at the same time. But it's the Fantastic Four because yeah. it's under Marvel's name again. Yes, we know that. Mm-hmm. And it's been tried to reboot it. But I think I'm more excited for the cast because there's a lot of obviously cast rumors. Uh, what's his name? Gustavo. I can never remember his, his full name. Gustavo Frings has now been rumored for Doctor Doom. Cillian Murphy's been rumored. Gustavo. Who's that? Uh, I've heard of him before. Gustavo Frings. Who's Breaking that? Brad. Gustavo. You mean uh, Moff Gideon? Yeah. Uh, Gincar- oh. uh, yeah, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. He can't play every bad guy. So, but there's a that, that, there's a rumor in, in that. So that's that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Cillian Murphy for Doctor Doom. Also, uh, we've got what's his name? Zach Efron. I feel like is actually been touted for this movie. Really? I feel yep. like if it's not John Krasinski and Emily Bl- Emily uh, yeah. Blunt yeah. as you know yep. the, the the Richards, I feel like people. I feel like people have already casted them. Yeah, as I've, they're fantastic for, and like they're not, they're not going to take no for an answer. Yeah, I've, I think this, I think this is more of a fan casting than a a, a business decision or a corporate one. It reminds me of um, The Rock or Black Adam, to be honest with you, because that, that's a that's a fan, fan yeah, casting. that was that was a fan casting. All yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So we've got that, and then obviously Emily Blunt and um, uh, her her husband and that, and yeah, there's a lot of rumors going around, and I'm excited. I think this is. This all comes down to the casting, I think. I think. Out of I, would say, I would say the biggest casting of all was um, Christian Bale in Love, Ooh, Love and Thunder. Yes which, yes. which was rumored, and I think we... We touched on we that. Talked about, yeah, we talked about it, but, you know. Mm, that's going to be good. He was going to be... He was playing the villain. villain. I wanted him yeah. to play... Um, I keep forgetting the character's name now. Oh, oh Adam Warlock. But, oh, yeah. We, but, yeah. We, but we knew... Christian Bale doesn't like to do franchises. No, no, no. He, he'll, he'll be in like one, move, one, maybe two moves. Yeah, one or two. So that was uh, pretty interesting. You know what Marvel should do for this phase? I think they're on phase four. Yep. So but um, phase four. don't do a single villain. Don't do a Thanos. Yep. Do, like a, do like a team of villains. Yeah, I think that's like, what they should do. Do like, you know, what's the, what's the uh, Justice League's villain? I don't know. Legion oh, of villains. Yeah, so you got, you got, oh. They should do that. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um. I think that's the uh, I think that's where they're heading for to be honest with you because obviously with Secret Invasion and then Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Quantumania yeah I think out of all the announcements I am so excited for this because it's got Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror you know he's going to be in the Loki series too oh I didn't even know that so there you go mm. so, um, so this is why I'm so excited for this because I feel like you're onto something where we said this as well um, I think during our Endgame review or we did this maybe in a separate podcast something anyways we said um there's no way marvel could repeat the same recipe where you go okay you know what we're going to build up from now phase four we're going to introduce a villain then phase five we're going to hype him up and then phase six is all about him i don't think that's going to work and i think that'll be a waste of a 10 year um well another 10 years and um I think there'll be something bigger to that. I think it'll either start off with uh, Kang the Conqueror because his storyline is, is rich and dynamic. Yeah. And um, it'll evolve in... Because we always said... Um, what was it? I can't remember the, the villain's name. Oh, Galactus. Mm-hmm. I, I always had the theory that Thanos 
always wanted to kind of collect the stones and destroy half humanity so that because we know galactus feeds off, off uh, planets and people and all that yeah so um so Thanos's main goal was to kill half the population so that Galactus couldn't be that strong. That was my theory behind it. So it'll be nice to see Galactus actually comes. Uh, I think the they should save him for phase nine or whatever in the you, future. You reckon? Like <laughs> yeah. that deep? Okay. The great thing is Marvel's got a big, big, a rich history <laughs> of great characters. It's all about putting them, uh, doing them justice on, on the big, on the big screen. And then, um, uh, before we do the Star Wars announcements, because there was quite a few, and I think you might be well equipped to talk about those. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel two got obviously got announced. Well, we knew it was coming, and I was mm-hmm. just like, just it's literally this movie. I cannot emphasize enough. I don't. I don't want to sound too harsh, but this movie really needs a recast. Like honestly, from the people I've spoken to, from the reception, from the DMs. I think everybody agrees. This movie, honestly, I swear to God, needs a recast. Like, just get rid of Brie Larson. She's not that great, man. Come on. Cara Danvers, Brie Larson, just, it needs to be recasted, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to have to start this agenda, man, or to start this dialogue, because no one's listening. <laughs> yeah. I think I think she's okay, but, you know, just, I'm, not, I'm not too excited for this movie either. Me neither. I, this movie's going to be slept on hard. I'm telling you, like, I, I've got every single version, well, every single movie from the uh, the phase one to three, except for Captain Marvel. I refuse to buy that movie. I refuse to buy it. So please, Disney, Marvel, if you're listening to this show, recast <laughs> Carol Danvers. I can't stand Brie, Brie Larson as that character. Uh, and then finally, yeah, a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, last uh, always. Yep. Um, I'll let you touch on those if you've mm-hmm. got in front of you because i can't remember them for sure okay so first they announced the soka series which yep. you know we were like yeah they're gonna make an soka show after episode eight it was obvious we called yeah. it straight away but um yeah dave filoni's gonna do the show uh rosario dawson's returning as ahsoka mm. they also announced rangers of the new republic which i'm thinking it's gonna probably be like uh cara dune and like uh, what's his name? I always call him Apollo Creed, but you know, Grief Kaga, mm-hmm. probably some other New Republic stuff too. Um, Willow, which looks like it's going to be an Ewok show. I'm not too sure about that. This 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 probably be a 2022 show, and Star Wars Acolyte, which is like a Sith show, and I'm kind of concerned about these shows because they were talking about how like characters are going go to go, you know, to and from the shows like so. Yep. You might see Mando in an Ahsoka episode, or you might see Mando in Rangers of the New Republic, and that yep. sounds cool. But like, the pat the last time, like a network tried to do that was you know like the it's, Netflix Marvel shows or like the all the CW. CW. Yeah, oh yeah. my, they're so all. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want an Arrowverse situation again. Yep. Like, although when um when the Flash showed up on the Flash, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But you know, as was let's let's, let's focus on each show. Let's not you know do like this whole characters going in to and from and they're gonna team up in like a dc's yeah. you know heroes of tomorrow kind of like come on. i trust them but like i'm i'm just a little concerned do you what think you? do you think i'm in the same boat do you think because the hype from mando is just so great that and obviously the reception from the 
the last Star Wars trilogy wasn't that great. That I think they're shifting their Star Wars approach to to TV potentially yeah. and investing all their efforts and money and time into maybe creating. Because when I think of Star Wars now, I think of Mandalorian. It's as simple yep. as that. You know, like the, the this last trilogy was was trash, and um, I feel like this show is now doing. We'll come, we'll come talk about it in a bit. This show is doing Star Wars justice, and maybe they should capitalize on the hype and the success of the Mandalorian, and maybe because you know what, it's such a rich world where you've got eight episodes. And you can tell a, a, a greater and richer story compared to a three-hour movie, which comes out once every what? Every you know? year. It's yeah, like- exactly. So I think it just depends. It's the same thing. It, it all depends on if, if they could pull this off. If they could pull it off, they're going to look like a bunch of geniuses. If they don't, they're just going to look like a bunch of idiots. And it's just like, oh, Star Wars is shit again. So it it, it really depends. There's a few shows... Um, I'm really interested in. Uh, the, uh, is it Osaka? Yeah, Osaka. Yeah, Osaka. I'm really hyped for that. We knew that. We saw that coming, to be honest with you. And obviously, the, there's a Boba Fett one. Yeah. It's got confirmed post-Mando. Uh, I feel bo- like that's going to be more the same with Mando. Like, it's yeah. just, you know, about Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, that looks cool, but, you know, I'm not... Mm. I don't think it's going to be too uh, great. But... From this, I I still don't think there's a hype for Star Wars movies. I don't think anybody's asking for a Star Wars movie. Uh, I'm I'm kind of hyped. They got Taika Waititi to do a Star Wars trilogy. Oh yeah, I for, I completely forgot that. Forgot about that. But after the man, like for example, would you rather have another great season of The Mandalorian or? But well, that's going to be a hard question for you to to answer because yeah, of Taika. Yeah. Yeah, but. but- in in general, I think there's more hype behind what's happening on TV rather than what's going to happen on, on the big screen. Because obviously, it's still in writing. We don't know who the cast is. We've only got a director mm-hmm. attached to it. And we just we just don't know. Because on paper, uh, was it JJ, uh, JJ Abrams? He yep. was the one that... Yeah, so he's the one that... Died. And he's, he's not a bad director, you know? So he, he was attached... Good, good movies. Yeah. So, but when you hear a name like that, you're like, okay, cool. You know, there's there's a potential for the Star Wars movies to be great, and they weren't. They they just I felt like they they fell in quality as the as the movies went on in, in the trilogy. And yeah, the the problem with the movies were, and Star Wars can learn a lot from the Mandalorian. Like yeah. people want to see like new stories. They don't want a remake of the original trilogy. Yes. Like yes. people are tired of it. I don't I don't want to see old Luke Skywalker, old Han Solo, old Leia, yeah. and like fighting the Empire again. I saw that 30 years ago. Give me yeah. something new. And, and that's why the new movies are trash. And, and, I, f- and I think that's why uh, Rogue Rogue One. Yeah. I think that's why I enjoyed that the most. because I, it, That's my favorite Star Wars movie. That it was, yeah. Out of all the latest Star Wars, anything latest out of the Star Wars um, movie franchise, that was my favorite, to be honest with you. It had everything. And then obviously they did a spin-off with the Han Solo one, which I have not seen. I don't know. If it's, that... okay. it's okay. And I know uh, Nick loves that, didn't he? Or something. Yeah, I, I, I think it's underrated because no one asked for a Han Solo movie. Yeah. And no one saw it. But like, if you like gave it a chance, it's actually yeah. like a pretty fun movie. Mm. So, so that's where I stand with it. Obviously, you're a bigger Star Wars fan, so I'll take mm-hmm. your word over mine. Uh, but On Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's all going to be, 
I don't know. It's just it just depends if they put it off. If they put it off, yeah. then it's gonna be great. But I think the, the Star Wars franchise at the moment is Mandalorian. And for a perfect segue, Mandalorian season two, Mia. Mm. What a season. I would say they went eight for eight. You could argue seven for eight. Yep. You know, the second episode was okay, but yep. you know, I still enjoyed it. So I, I, I feel like they went eight for eight. Yeah, I, I, I would say the same. I went seven for eight, just uh you know, just <laughs> just to be different. Uh, but what a season, what mm-hmm. an ending. Let's review this show because I, I, it's clear in my mind what I'm giving the show. And it's it's just been incredible. It's been an incredible journey. This is Star Wars. Uh, I think the last episode, and I think there's not just the last episode, I think there's been a few episodes that have done uh, great towards fans like, like, like yourselves. Um, and it's it's just been I've, I've I've enjoyed it and I think I've enjoyed it more watching it with you and Rick and you being Star Wars fans and I'm able to just you know be on board of that hype and it was just like yeah so let's wrap up this this season Mira uh, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll let you um, take the reins on this one if, if that's okay because I know yeah you're a big Star Wars fan and I think you deserve to talk about this more than I do yeah um so the last episode was. The perfect way to end the series. I mean, not end the series, but end the, the season, the which season. has been like a really special season. Like yep. this has been like one of my best viewing experiences. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, I'd say it's a credit to watching it with you guys. It's yep. been really fun. Um, I haven't watched anything with Hussein before, but he gets like really horny off like shots <laughs> and like cinematography. Do you see me? I'm just like, oh. Like, <laughs> like the, the shot where um he's fighting the dark trooper. Yep. And you know, you see his head going through the uh, just, the door, and who's saying, It's like, Oh, what a shot! I'm just like, Bro, I just get so excited. So, you, <laughs> you've never seen me like that, and I can't wait to watch movies like this because I it's just small stuff like that in a movie or on a TV show. I get so excited because that shot was just it's like, Oh, that shot! Oh, the cinematography! Oh, uh, you just hit me, <laughs> and it was like in a few episodes where it was just like. I like that, you know, the, 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 this, when something's happening in the distance, there's like this nice view and then you've got a set piece happening and then, oh my God, I just get so excited over these small things. And I was just like, <gasps> yeah, so it's, no, it's been an absolute pleasure watching it with, uh, with yourself and, um, and Rick. So yeah, you got, you got to a, a small glimpse of, you should see me when I watch Tenant. <laughs> no, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. I've just got a toilet roll next to me and, and lotion. <laughs> oh, but yeah, sorry. But yeah, um, yeah, like, you know, it's a Mandalorian. It's the best special effects on not just TV, but on all, like, mediums. Although I would say the, the de-aging, you know, Luke Skywalker, I didn't think it looked too good. Yeah. I'm like... People, people like anti-masks right now. I'm anti like de-aging tech. Can we stop doing that? Like it yeah. never looks good. It didn't no look good. In, it didn't look good in the Marvel movies. It didn't look good in the Irishman. Just cast a younger person. Yeah. Samuel, Samuel Jackson's de- uh, de-aging look pretty decent though. Well, Captain he Marvel. looks. He looks. He doesn't look old at all though. No, he just put a little doesn't. makeup on there. He looks like 30, 35. Yeah, and they shaved his head as well. So yeah, fair, yeah. fair point. It just doesn't look well. No, good, doesn't. I don't. I don't they I should have like just uh, casted uh, Sebastian Stan. Yeah, that. what's he doing anyways? <laughs> Making uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Come on, come on, Sebastian Stan. You look just like him. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, what a great you know what a great episode. Um, I would say, if I had to rank the episodes, I would yep. say the last episode was the third best. 
Okay. The Soka one's the number one. Yep. And the the, the last week's episode, man, what an episode! I really yeah. like that episode a lot. Yeah, th- that was those probably are my second favorite. Those are my top three episodes. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, the Soka one is my favorite. And then it's it's hard. It's it's a toss up between the last one and episode seven, just because even though, as I said, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I know the meaning for it because I've seen the Star Wars movies. I've grown up with mm-hmm. them and I understand it. And this was just like, I can't believe they pulled it off. I, I really can't. And there'll be spoilers in this podcast. So just skip ahead. But I can't believe they pulled it off. Like, no. It was like, uh, it really felt like Endgame uh, on your left, sort of. Yeah, like, <laughs> he just showed up. He just showed up. I was like, Wasted I see a, everyone. I see an a, a X-Wing and I'm like, what is happening? And there, was, there wasn't a, a glimpse of the, of anything or the RT, uh, RT, uh, R2-D2? Yeah, R2-D2. I yeah, think on, on, the, on the X-Wing or anything. And um, I was like, who is that? And I thought it was Ahsoka. I was like, okay, she's yeah. coming back. Okay, that was my thing. And then I see the green lightsaber. And it took me a second because I was like, hey, why is Ahsoka got green? <laughs> and then I realized it was her. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And then it just dawned on me. And it was just like, I don't know if you saw me. My, my, my hands were just on my head the whole time. Yeah, I saw that. And there was another scene when my hands were just on my head. Oh yeah, when the, when Mando's fighting the the those uh those dark troopers, mm-hmm. uh he nearly got it. Oh my god, my my heart was in my mouth, and it was just like, no, nah, that episode was incredible. That was really good. But and, the so- the second yeah. one's definitely my favorite. 100%. Yeah, Moff Moff Gideon, John Carl Esposito, he was just chewing scenery like it was a well done steak. Like he he loved it. I'm I'm glad I'm glad they're bringing him back. Like yeah. I'm glad they didn't kill him off. Yes. Like, I can't wait to see more of him. Uh, I thought he killed. We didn't see much of him mm-hmm. this season, but he was one. The thing is, it's there's there's two ways of approaching a a villain. You either put them on on the screen, just you know, uh, bombard the user with his, his with him on the screen, his appearance, and you can kind of get bored of it because you're like, okay, you or you know, you just drip feed them. And when you drip feed them, it feels, I feel like that's a bit more impactful because it also depends on the, on, on the actor. And he's so good that in anything, in, in, sorry, anytime he popped up, you felt like, you know, he's been in that scene for quite some time. Uh, his, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, little, show, li- little screen time, but so impactful. And I loved it about him. And um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm glad they didn't kill him off. I'm glad we're going to get him back. But what a season, man. I, I, I said this after the Osaka um, episode. That episode has been my favorite episode in TV since uh, the Watchmen episode, A God Walks Into a, a Bar. I don't think any other TV show is doing what The Mandalorian is. I know there's a lot of people who are saying, oh, it's just a fetch mission. It's just going to A to B to C. And I, I wouldn't say I took offense to it because obviously it's um, everyone's uh, opinion. And is it like wrong? That. <laughs> yeah, but people are wrong when it comes to the Mandalorian. You know me, Mia, I keep an open mind and I respect people's decisions and uh, their thoughts and stuff. But when it comes to the Mandalorian, you really have to think about it. And you sent me that great meme, mm-hmm. you know, the seagull shouting one. The, the Mandalorian isn't a three hour uh, movie. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an experience. It's trying to build up a narrative. It's trying to, you know, do character development. It's trying to show you different worlds. It's trying to show you things. And it's, it's an adventure. And yes, it might be like, oh, he's going to go from A to B to do something and then he moves on and stuff. Yes, okay, but it works. 
Yeah. It works. There's nothing wrong with it. And I think people just want quick answers. Like it took us two seasons to figure out what was happening with Baby Yoda. I love that. Yeah, me too. I lo- and I'm an impatient individual, but I absolutely fucking love that. Like the build up for it, it just meant everything was impactful. Because the moment he gets taken away in, in, in one of the episodes, you feel the connection. You feel like, oh, you know what? I've grown up with Yoda over two seasons now. Okay, that's what? How many episodes was it? 10? 16. 16 oh, okay, 16 episodes. Let's just, let's just call it an hour each episode. That's 16 hours of seeing Baby Yoda. He gets taken away from you. You feel that impact on you. You know what yeah. I mean? You feel a part of it. You don't get that in a movie. No. You really don't. I've, I don't. I rarely experience that attachment to a character in a movie unless it's like from somebody like um, Quentin Tarantino, you know, the, the great the great directors. I don't want to say Nolan because I know Rick's going to jump on that. Um, so character development in movies is really, really hard. Not everybody does it. So you can see, uh, this is why the Mandarin works so well. It's just character development, world building, everything. There's, there's exposition, there's, there's storytelling, there's everything. And people are just, they, I, I don't feel like they appreciate what the Mandalorian is doing because if anybody's listening to this and you, you, you follow on Instagram, DM me and tell me what show is better than the Mandalorian at the moment. There isn't. There's, mm. not, a, there's not a single show. There's not a single show over the course of the last two years, let's say, that's been better than the Mandalorian. The I'm Watchmen, the, the Watchmen came really, really close. Okay, the, I think the, Watchmen season one was better than the Mandalorian, but it's only one season, so it's only one know. season. It's a short, yeah. yeah. Chernobyl was a short um, TV show as well, which uh, that's why I didn't yeah, count like, it. But yeah, the best ongoing show. Yeah, best ongoing show. Nothing comes close. Nothing. Okay, if and this is from somebody that's watched. Amazing who's not show. a Star Wars fan. Yeah, exactly. And someone who's watched loads of TV shows like Ozark, and Mindhunter. Those are shows that I absolutely love and I'll defend those shows. But this is coming from someone who doesn't like Star Wars. And, this, and I'm calling this the best, not just the best thing out of Star Wars for years, but the best TV shows for a very, very long time. Nothing comes close to it. And that's my, and that's my, my say on it. I think people just need to um, see it from a different point. Don't see it from, you know, oh, it's just a side quest. It's just this. No, no, no. It's it's doing more. Stop being so tunnel visioned on, on its its approach. Its approach works. It's fine. It's perfect. Just appreciate what they're doing. Nobody's doing TV show like that. And, and on that note, that's why I'm giving Mandalorian season two. First of all, the last episode, episode sixteen, what well, is a five star for me. And I think every single episode after, I think one episode. I can't remember now the reviews, but. Thanks. Five was it five five six, in seven. a row? Yeah, five six seven. Yeah, was it five in a row? Um, yeah, I think so. Let me just double check as well. So, I gave ep- chapter fifteen, so episode seven, five star. I gave uh, episode six five star. I gave episode five five star. I gave episode four five star. Episode three a five star. Jesus Christ, episode. Two was the three and a half star that I gave it. I thought mm-hmm. it was a really, really, I wouldn't say poor episode. It was obviously building up to something, but it wasn't that great. Yeah, you, could, then, you could have taken that out. Yeah, and uh, episode one was the four and a half star. Mm-hmm. So that was the opening thing. So it's just been, it's just got amazing, better and better as it's gone along. So five star for this episode. Um, The review will go up on, on the page uh, sometime during the week. 
but in this moment in time it's this show is a five star for me and it was a better season than season one which uh, I, yeah i agree which i i wasn't concerned at any point because i knew they had it it was just obviously you don't want to get so hyped up about a show and then you know fail but i'm mm-hmm. excited they've uh, they've delivered and just to wrap up my part of on the Mandalorian, I think you're on the same boat as me. I think Rick's also in the same boat, even your brother, because I know your brother um, dropped dropped us a message yesterday. Where does the show go from here? No yeah. spoilers, no spoilers to the ending, but I hope it's obviously. I said I likened it to Pablo Escobar, where it once wants to kill off Pablo Escobar. Well, obviously, they didn't. They didn't kill uh, yeah. Pablo Escobar. Pablo but, Escobar but, died in real life. Yeah, I know. But that show went kind of downhill. I'm not yeah. saying anybody died here, just yeah. uh, so people don't think um, Baby Yoda died or something. What? Did Mando but, didn't die in the finale? <laughs> uh, but so that's why I like it. I know it, uh, the other show is based on true true events and stuff, but that show went downhill quick when <laughs> Pablo Escobar eventually died. So. I just don't know where this show is going to go. This, this is my only concern. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I trust the show writers. I just, I don't know. Do they I, be- will, yeah. I will say that if season three is bad because blank isn't in it, yeah. they'll bring them back for season four. I think so. I think so. But would the damage be done already? And then, yeah, it just, it just depends. Every, Everybody- come on. Everyone can have a bad season. Like, yeah. breaking bad season. Which but- season was it when... Um, the girl i didn't like the girlfriend season with jesse i thought that was the worst season i, I think that was season three wasn't it yeah like yeah. and like with the wire like season yeah. two when they're in the docks isn't that great but you know every everyone has bad seasons everyone they can has, still be an all-time show mia you know what because i'm thinking way ahead you know if mando has bad a bad season you know all those stands that were like yeah mando's shit or stuff you know they're just gonna be all over me <laughs> well i feel like it's not it's not that many people who are saying that it's yeah. just like a small minority but but yeah it just depends let's see let's see what they do with season season three obviously that's been yeah. confirmed that was also part of the announcement for during the disney uh event uh it, i'm excited i'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. it's ended uh but at the same time i think that gives me time now to dive into clone wars and enjoy that for what it is and there's seven seasons of that so that will tie me over between now and then uh but yeah what an amazing season what a amazing season and i don't know if there was anything else you wanted to add before we talk about other tv shows uh, to wrap uh, up the episode no i think we covered everything yeah. about the Mandalorian. you know yeah. just i'm gonna i hope we can do the same for season three next yep. christmas it feels yep. like a really long time away but i'm excited it does and uh it's once again it's been a pleasure watching it with uh you and rick i think it's just it's it's really amped my my viewing experience honestly it's it's been it's been great um so let's talk about a few shows that we've mm-hmm. been watching for this year's shows that you know that have stood up to us anything that we didn't like dislike there wasn't too many dislikes for me when it comes to shows because I would know if I what if I dislike something, I just stop watching it. Mm-hmm. There might just be one that I just couldn't get the hang of. Um, Do you want to talk about that show? Yeah, let's let's start with that. Yeah. I, I think you're on the same boat. I, yeah. I gave I gave up a lot yeah, sooner than than you did. I think you I, made it further than I did. I probably should have given up sooner. Really? But it had because yeah. uh, it had Jonathan Majors in it. Yeah, uh, I stuck around. And he's good in the show. Yeah, he's amazing. So um, love uh, love love country. Yeah, yeah. I was. This, I had my expectations were so high for this because it had Jordan Peele on it. It had yes. JJ Abrams. Yep. It looked really cool. But like good cost. Yeah, it just didn't catch on. 
one. No, it's it's and I'm, I don't know why. Yeah. But it it's like it's just like not a fun watch. I was like checking my phone the whole time. I don't yeah. know about you. I'm in the same boat. I like I was intrigued because it reminded me of Lost. Yeah. A bit where something will happen in the episode and you're like, okay, what the hell just happened? And that kind of really amps you up for the next episode and then it next episode just continues and you're like, mm-hmm. okay. And I hate when shows do that. Like they amp you up and then nothing really happens. So this was borderline that. And I just didn't know what was going on. Like no. I'm not dumb. I'm not fickle. I, I, I stick with TV shows. I understand the plot easily. But this was just, this was, just, I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I think I gave up on episode three when he started, he started going inverted in time or something. And it was just like uh, at the castle. Do you remember that episode? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I was just like, "I, I, I just lost it, man." I just, I just personally, I, I don't know if it was, because uh, it came out every Monday here, so Sunday for you guys. I don't know if it's because it's the start of the week here, and I was just tired from whatever I was doing, and I couldn't focus. But I honestly, I couldn't keep up with that show. I, I, I just don't know what it was. It was just, it was confusing at times. The plot is interesting, but. What yeah. is the but what is the plot? All I see is just wolves and vampires and so I would I would describe it as like sorcerers and you know like trying to find immortality and like white people have magic and uh yeah anyways and white people spent, being racist. This, this show this show doesn't well that's a given but this show <laughs> this this show doesn't deserve our right, attention anyway. Let's move on. No, I'm I'm guided though. I'm absolutely yeah. guided. How long did uh, Rick stick with it, or did he give up? I don't know. I think he gave up too. Yeah. I I made it to episode like seven, and I was like, okay, I don't want to watch this. Wow, you made it that far. Okay, yeah. There was um, a the episode I stopped was um like one of the characters she she gets like a magic spell where she can turn white and yeah. she experiences the world white, and I was like, oh come on, like mm. really we're doing this in 2020. <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, move on. Let's move on to something positive, and I mm. think this is—I I think this is how I started uh, the year. I'm not too sure. I might have watched something before it, but I watched Rami. Yeah, love Rami. I—I—that was one of my favorite shows of the year, actually. To be honest with you, there's always one show that's so funny and so hilarious that makes it on. A, this last year it was um, oh, what's her name? Uh, it was the one that you recommended, and it was in my top three. The one with... Uh, back. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. So this just had gave me... I wouldn't say the same vibe, but it was mm-hmm. it was same level kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, loved it. He was... It was so culturally correct, man. It was just like... Yeah. Wow. And it's not just for people from Muslim countries. Obviously, this comes... You could translate that into various other cultures coming from your country, trying to live in the West or a new kind of Western civilization and just trying to adapt and finding things that don't work well with your culture or what doesn't. But they did this in such a, if it, it not one point, because this is the thing when it comes to Muslim, when, when it comes to shows about Muslims, for example, not too many, there's not too many. And when they are, and, not, and I don't want this to sound like um, it's some stereotypical thing or I'm, I'm just trying to be, you know, Hey, because I'm Muslim, I'm trying to back back all Muslims, but they make shows about Muslims, but they don't just make them about like they'll they'll say okay, the Muslim is a terrorist or Muslim is this or Muslim <laughs> is that. It's true though, a Muslim. Yeah, is they're white. never they're never the protagonists. They're always yeah. the villains. Like the, the other day, they released a, 
a trailer for a Muslim TV show. It's called uh, Breaking Fast. Breaking and, Fast. That's yeah, funny. <laughs> listen, and and it's about a, a, a Muslim guy who's gay during Ramadan, and it's like it's kind of disrespectful to Muslims because I don't think Muslim, I know. Look, I understand the whole thing about oh, there's, there is gay Muslims out there who are, are feeling confined in their religion and social kind of you know area and boundaries because obviously it's it's frowned upon in in our religion, but Mm-hmm. at least you, do you know muslims also are doctors are also pilots are also uh clever people like maybe make a show about that and uh th- and i'll come to one of the shows i'm watching because it's it's pretty much what i've been looking for but all, you, all i see is muslims are this they're either gay they're either a terrorist they're either you know trouble they're, there's nothing positive and this was just this was a breath of fresh air, man. There was just mm-hmm. so much positivity in this, even though it, it was done in a funny way. Not once, not once did I feel uh, like it was, uh, I was being attacked. Not once did I feel, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Ooh, having a brain fart. Um, this, yeah. Uh, not once did I feel like I was being offended or disrespected. I absolutely loved it. And because it was made by Muslim a Muslim people. person. Yeah. yeah. And, and, they know the the difficulties Muslim people go through when they mm-hmm. when they, when it come to a different culture and you know it's just the same thing with everything. You're you're a religious person, you get. It was funny. It's like when you drink or when you see your friends drink. Most of them are Muslims when they're young. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. Yeah. And like they want to have sex, they want to do this, and it's it's that cultural struggle where where's the ball? Where's the, just because your friends are doing it doesn't mean it's right sort of thing. And our parents tell us that. So I I absolutely loved it. This was one of my favorite shows of the year. We'll mm-hmm. come on. We'll come on. Um, Bank them at the end but a great show uh, and i would highly highly I, I never really put out a review for this which i think i should have just done a quick review but this is relatable on various levels on to various cultures and i think um yeah i think yeah this, and this it's is what not you should watch the show the show isn't just for muslim people either yeah. you know like i liked it my brother liked it rick liked it yep. and none of us are muslim so yeah. you know you can really watch it anytime the dialogue is great you know, I feel like Rami's two friends, they don't have a script. They're just like rambling and they're like the best part of the show. I, yeah. I really like them. I, I love their their position in the show because if you really look at it in certain scenes, it's the, you know, the angel and the devil that sits yeah. on your shoulder yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And I love that. And it's really, you really have to pay attention to that, mm-hmm. uh, which is, uh, which is great. Um, oh, that one episode was awful though. The oh, Lenin City episode. Let's not talk about that episode. So, so this 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 show didn't make my top five because of that episode. I was like, I'm not putting this episode on my top five. Honorable mention, but that episode ruined ruined the second season for me. That yeah, what, uh, what yeah, a, yeah. I would agree. Anyways. I would agree. Like that episode was not needed. No, no, that was not needed. I was just like, what are we doing? Not needed. Anyways, let's go. Let's, let's move going. on. Uh, another. Do you want to do one on your list, or should I just ramble on? And... Oh, I, I I was going to talk about the boys. Okay, go on. You can do that. Yeah, the boys. Um, we were kind of mixed on it through yes. the mid middle part of the season. Yep. Because it it was like really slow. It wasn't really going anywhere. But like great finish through the yep. last half of the season. Yep. It it came together towards uh towards mm-hmm. the end, and it was just it was absolutely mental, wasn't it? It was. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with the way it went. I'm excited for season three because I feel like mm-hmm. Homelander is absolutely. I think that's it. I think Homelander is now he's done. He's I think 
humans should be afraid because I think he's he's a madman. I think he's about to self implode. Yeah, and I can't wait to see that on screen. I cannot wait to just see him just blow because you got glimpses of that in the show. Remember the scene where he's having this um the conference outside and then he yeah. just imagines laser like laser eyes everybody and I was mm-hmm. like wow and then I thought that actually happened and it, it ended up just being a, a hallucination or just something he imagined a fan- yeah a fantasy yeah. and I just I just I, I want to see more of that I can't wait I'm super excited I think he's broken I think he's done even the directors have said season 3 is about Homelander and mm-hmm. it would be so good to just focus on him so good because I want to know where the storyline goes now because obviously um, I forgot I forgot their names now but they've all achieved what they wanted to achieve yeah. he's got his son back he's got her together uh, the Frenchie's got the missus there's obviously a small group of girl power so do they all come together now because Homelander's just going to go blimming AWOL it's just that's what I want to see and I, I can't wait for that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. super super excited I think they did well they did well it lived up to the expectation at one point, I was I was uh, slightly concerned, but I'm happy they they were able to put it together. I think I gave it a four and a half. I didn't think it deserved a five. I thought it was no. better than season one, even though season one got a four and a half. Um, but I thought it it was a a better season mm-hmm. than uh, than the first. Hopefully, they keep it up though. That's yeah, it. I think I think they will. I always yeah. ha- I always have a theory of uh, TV shows when they go into their third season. They always third season syndrome. Hmm, I gotta so, think about that with shows. Yeah, so um, hopefully with because uh, it happened with Breaking Bad, it happened with Lost. Uh, I think Heroes made to season three and it was a shit. And then obviously well, that was that was because of the writer strike. Yeah, and then we had it with Homeland, and uh, after they killed off Brody. Yeah, that show wasn't the same. Never, nothing was the same. Um, I'll do another one quickly on my list. Uh, what else did I watch this year? I had the list right in front of me. Blah blah blah. I watched uh, Ozark. Absolutely loved that. Uh, lived up to my expectation. I gave it a four and a half, and I thought it was mm-hmm. uh, an absolute uh, pleasant a, a journey through from season one, two, and three. And the ending was just—I was like, "What the hell's happened?" So the ending really left it on something. There was a lot of—I wouldn't say filler episode, but it was borderline filler, where. You, you kind of think, where is this show going to go? But everything had a purpose. It's one of those shows where it's the same in terms of Mando, where you feel like it's a filler, but it's it builds up to something larger. And yeah. all it requires is a bit of patience to see that. So I really enjoyed that. And then obviously... So the reason I haven't watched Ozark yet is because I feel like it's too much like Breaking Bad. Like it's, it's yes. like the, you know, oh, white collar guys involving themselves in the drug trade. Like... I've seen that. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't really want to watch it, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a chance eventually. Yeah. It, um, it's, it's really long. It's some dialogue. Like, it's not one of these TV shows where everything's upbeat. It is some dialogue. I don't like the filter either. Like the dark filter. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just look yeah. like I don't, I don't like looking at ugly shows. I like watching The Mandalorian. Yes. That, yeah. That's a beautiful show. Like, with, get your Zack Snyder filter off my TV show. <laughs> uh, with that and uh, the dab dialogue at times, it really it really does require a lot of effort to watch certain episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you stick with it, I feel like it's a rewarding TV show. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the Outsider, that was a show that we both I watched. I forgot that was this year. Man, yeah. it's been a long year. Uh, it has been a long year. And um, 
uh, this this show ha- had a lot of potential. Did you finish my, it? I finished it. Yeah, we both finished okay. it. No, I didn't finish. Oh, it. you I did finish it. it. Okay. Uh, I thought the show had a lot of potential. Uh, it didn't quite kind of live up to the expectations at the end. Uh, you can was, add this to your um, Stephen King propaganda. Yes, and I was about to say it's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this was the review actually so much potential but once again the Stephen King novel doesn't make a success- uh, successful transition to the small screen that was my opinion of, of it at the time I gave it three star um, yeah I agree it, it was decent it the, um, the first episode was great yes I think the first few were great you know there was something mm-hmm. about it there was a lot of potential there was something until they killed it. off a certain character I kind of lost interest yes yes and um, there was uh What's that word? He's too busy filming. I was like, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. I've completely forgot about that. <laughs> uh, there was something I wanted to mention in this. I completely forgot now. It has a, oh, the, the narrative, or not, not the narrative. You know when, oh, shit. You know when a t- TV show does something, a movie, you know, I've talked about this. When, when a shit movie does something, has the potential to do something so well, but it ends up being shit. Mm. It's, it's the same with this, essentially. It's, um, uh, what's that word? Oh my god! I'm having the potential. No, no, no. The the story that nap knocked you out of it. That nap knocked me out because <laughs> I got woken up and I thought it was like at night and I was like, "Shit, Mia was waiting for me at night at nine o'clock to record the podcast." But anyways, it had the potential. The story, the 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 storyline had great potential, but I was just never mm-hmm. fulfilled. Um, I also we both watched Money Heist. I really mm. enjoyed that, to be honest with you. Well, that I only watched the first two seasons. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that. It yeah. was I wouldn't say it's like amazing. It, there is a lot of hype around it, but it it kind of drags. Like it could be it, shorter. It does drag, doesn't like, it? More shows need to learn from the Mandalorian. Yeah. You don't need to do like 12, 14 episodes. Just do eight, thirty to forty minutes each. Exactly. Cut out the filler. Exactly. Uh, another show. Uh, I was quite disappointed with this show, to be honest with you. I I just feel like this show has fallen off so badly, and I'm just like, no. I do not. I, I did not want to hear comparisons or I even heard people have the audacity to say this show was better than Breaking Bad and it's better Ooh. Soul. Oh, I, I only watched the first. I like the first season. But... First, first season is great. Don't get me wrong. First, I think the first two seasons were great, but mm-hmm. we're on season five now. Oh, we're really? se- yeah, we're on season five. And just to sum up my thoughts on it, I always said it was a lackluster, slow and at times boring. Five seasons in and it's and it started, started to show. Its age is starting to show. It's not doing anything that's that's pushing the boundaries it's not really doing anything it's not taking enough risks it's not it's, it's basically not doing anything is like, Walter White in the show yet? not not yet I think what about might, Jesse? not yet I think he might make an Gus? appearance uh, yeah Gus is in okay. it okay I might watch the show then I think Gus is in it I might watch the show and uh, it just it really like with Breaking Bad every single season it pushed something you know it push the boundaries of what what TV, what TV was about. With this, I just felt like I was, it was I'm just watching more of the same. So, um, so yeah, definitely I, I watched that. I'll let you do a few on your on your okay. list. Um, I watched the we both watched the Undoing, yep. and this is okay. So the problem I have oh, yeah, with shit, this I forgot show, to review about. I forgot yeah, to review. It's yeah, like yeah, the thing. That, all right, so how to review like this show? It's like does the end is the end all that matters or do you have to account for the journey? Cause I did like watching the show. Like I watched the first five episodes was really good. Yep. 
but the last episode was like, ooh. I did like the last episode. No, no. It, it turned what... into like a courtroom drama, like yeah. a Law and Order episode. Then uh, spoilers, like Hugh Grant did it, and yep. what the what the show's like trying to say is like, oh, of course Hugh Grant did it. It was the obvious choice all the time. It's like, no, no, it wasn't. Like it, the whole no. show, the whole show was like, like this guy's innocent. This guy's being framed. Yep. Like he couldn't have done it. He's such a nice guy. Yes. Then like as soon as the hammer came into it. He just lost it. He's like freaking out on his kid. He's freaking out on yeah. his wife. Yes. He's like trying to jump off a bridge. I was like, where's all this coming from? Like, this isn't the same character. Yes. Yes. What's going on? And they, and they tried to say, oh, but this is the characteristics of a uh, of that of that particular individual. You know, yeah, when they're sociopath. Done. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, yeah. He didn't show any of this the past yeah. five episodes. Yeah, and like. Not once did I think it was him. I thought no. it was the kid at one point. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah, awful. I thought it was Nicole Kidman. Okay, I thought it was a kid, and then I, I, mate, I thought I hit the jackpot with that when, when, when you find the hammer in his little violin purse, mm-hmm. and then I thought it was Nicole Kidman because I thought there was, I thought that lady tried on. She, she was, she's stunning though. She is. She's stunning. Um, I actually read an interview with, about uh, with her the other day, and her. Um, kind of how she struggles with her looks and stuff like that. You know, she's got really, really bad acne and, and all that kind I of stuff. I couldn't tell. Yeah, you couldn't tell. She's she's stunning. But anyways, um, I thought it was Nicole Kidman because I thought something happened where she came on and she didn't want it or she, it might have been an accident. That's what the show was like pointing to because she yes. walked by the place. Yes. She like had phone calls it, by her. It's a, I, I, kind of, I kind of, at that point, I thought, you know what? Why show us something that's so obvious? You know what I mean? Like, kind of, yeah. it's sort of a red herring. Yeah. So, I just, I, that's why I thought. But with the gut, with with uh, with the husband, not one bit. And then it, you're right; it turned into courtroom drama. I was like, I've I've enjoyed my journey mm-hmm. so far for these five episodes. It's it felt like a a proper whodunit sort of TV show. And then you just and it's the obvious answer. And it's the obvious answer. I was like, okay. T- uh, and are we hating on this because we feel like we've been duped, we've been bamboozled, or are we justified in saying that? No, I, I feel I feel justified because yeah. in the book, it's like obvious it's Hugh Grant the whole time. Yeah. And like the book is more like how could she have fallen for him? Like she she saw the signs the whole time. Mm-hmm. But when they were making the show, they tried to make it a whodunit so people would actually so like the wings would go up. Yeah. So it's the show made it the whodunit and the show made it, you know, think like it was being like a subversion. Yeah. But it was like the obvious answer. So it, I, I blame the show. Like they, they knew what they were doing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I agree with everything you said, to be honest with you. I've completely forgot to do a review on that, which I'll probably have to do. Um, another show I watched was Snowpiercer, 10 episodes. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this. It's based obviously on uh, mm. Bong's um, on movie. I gave it three stars. I said the potential is there for Snowpiercer. The show does a few good things that might have um, just done enough to warrant my attention for a second season. However, many things will have to change. I think the main character, I can't remember his name. I think he was just, he just needs to be recasted. I didn't like him. Uh, Jennifer Connelly, I, I love her. I think she was great in this movie. She's stunning as well. It's a, yes. um, and there's a particular scene in there. You're like, oh my God. So yeah, she's, she's, she's really, really good in the show. And um, it, 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 had, it has a lot of potential to improve, but it just depends if they change a few things up. Another show I watched was Good Girls, uh, season three, I believe. Is this season? Oh, yeah. 
You know the... You watched three seasons of the show? I think this is season three, or is this season two? Let me double check. Mate, season one was great. I'm okay. not going to lie. Season okay. one was... Season one was great, but I think... We, we, we both know why you're watching the show. Oh, because of... Christina Hendricks. Yes. <laughs> That's the only reason people watch <laughs> Mad Men. And people were like, oh, maybe Mad Men is a good show. Uh, but anyway, season three was trash. I gave it a two stars. I um, It just dived away from, from whatever they were doing. And I was just like, come on, you've just wasted so much potential in the show. Um, I think I said... The show is on life support. It's fallen flat on its face. Life support. <laughs> it's like on a ventilator. <laughs> uh, it, it's fallen flat on its face with a repetitive storyline and a cut, copy and paste feel from season two. The show's humor and likable characters won't be enough for me to come back for an inevitable uh, fourth season. Uh, maybe that was Cap. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll be back for season four, but no, honestly, this show fell off. Like Season one was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two... Okay, it, it fell off because I don't think that it could have... Because season one was all based in the shopping center, the, the mall, the, the supermarket, whatever. And, um, and they had um, exposition that branched out from there, but season two was just like, it was all over the place. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that was another show I watched. And obviously we've talked about The Boys. Uh, let's talk about Queen's Gambit. Yeah. I love that show. Came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Absolutely out of nowhere. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is in it. I, I love her. She's she's gonna win at me for that. I hope so. I think she deserves it. I think she deserves something out of the show. And I think we called it. Uh, I think we we said she's definitely gonna win something out of it. What a great show! Yeah, um, it, it's it's a nice uh, change of so, pace. Yeah, it's a good feel good show because like I feel like the majority of shows on TV are like pretty depressing. Like yes. all like bad things always happen. And then this one, it's like really. Like uplifting, really like it's like really good spirits. Like you know, she grows out of an orphanage. She goes and becomes a famous chess player. She makes friends along the way. Yep. It's just like a feel good story. Like it's 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 really good. You enjoy your full seven hours watching yep. it. Yeah. Seven episodes, right? Yeah. Seven I, I think seven episodes. Yeah. I binge. I binge watched that hev- heavily, man. Me and too. It was it was hard to to just turn off the iPad and go to sleep and trying to avoid not watching another episode. This the show came out of it nowhere, to be honest with you. And it made, I think there's, there's a lot, you should have seen me with the cinematography in this one. It was just a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of great shots and a lot of great scenes. And you're just like, wow. And the, the set design to, to really sell you the 1970s, 1980s, 60s, 60s 70s. Yeah. Um, to really, really sell you on that. And then we really, really sell you, uh, when they go to Russia as well, that was like wow. Uh, everything was great. Costume design that that was that was incredible. Especially when you've noticed that most of her costume designs are based on uh, the chessboard, and it was like I was just that that threw me off. I never noticed that. So that was that was that was beautiful, man. This this show I gave it a I think I gave it five stars or four and a half. I think I want to say I gave it four and a half. No, I just, yeah, I did, and I honestly it's. <laughs> I watched we I watched it again, and I I feel like the show deserved the five, but I just couldn't give it a five because I don't think it was a masterpiece in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said it's simple. This is one of Netflix's best originals. Um, uh, go watch it; you won't regret it. That was my simple, simple kind of overview of. And it, sometimes simplicity is more, and this is what this show was about. It did things so simple in a simple way, and it just 
the impact was so great and highly recommend it. And it's you... it's saving chess. Like chess is like big in Twitch oh right now. Oh my god! Yes, yes. So everyone's playing chess now. Chess chess sales have gone through the roof, and um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely enjoyed that. Um, another show I I watched was Killing Eve this year, the season three. I thought season three was better than season two. I've been meaning to start the show, but it's not on any streaming services. Oh, is it not? Oh, okay. No, no it's, a, it's a BBC show. Yeah, it's. Um, I enjoyed season one. Season one was great. Season mm-hmm. two just felt like a lesbian love fest, kiss and chase, hey, come hide and seek sort of thing. And I was like, sounds like my kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like, but the character, what's her name? Oh, Eve? Uh, no, no, not Eve. The the other one the other one the assassin yeah oh my god she's she won an award she's so talented she's so talented man like she's great um season three i think was a better season than season two but yeah it's it's not something i i did a song and dance about because i did even that's such a funny expression song (laughs) (laughs) because i didn't even do a review about it to be honest with you I i just let it be whatever it was um another show I watched was I think that was it. That's all the shows. I feel like you watched one. What was the two shows you were talking about yesterday? Oh yes, 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 yes. Thank you. So one show I talked and, about the and other day. the show with um, Bobby Downey Jr. Oh yeah, yeah. So the show about Bobby Downey Jr. I'm oh, joking. Actually... I'm joking. I I, I I apologize for that. I'm sure he's a great actor. Um, firstly, the other show, The Alice in Borderlands. I did yeah. start that yesterday because I got sucked into watching the other I, one I was watching. See, I was gonna. I said I was gonna watch it too. I didn't watch it. Damn. Oh shit. We suck. Because sorry, sorry, Niv. Uh, because um, I was like, I got sucked into that one. I was like, okay, you know what? Mia was gonna watch Alice in Borderland, so damn it. Um, I, I said you were gonna watch. <laughs> Shit. Okay, the first. Okay, I've got two show, two more shows to talk about. Then the first one was uh, for life, <laughs> and I've talked about it already. But I thought it was a, it's a. I wouldn't say it's depressing, but it has some good uh, feel good factors to it. Yeah. Guy gets imprisoned for the wrong reasons. He becomes a lawyer in prison to obviously defend himself and he helps uh, other people that have been wrong, wrongfully um, accused get out of prison. It has a really nice narrative to it I, I, and I forgot to do a review for it. It's, it's not incredible. It doesn't mm-hmm. really do anything amazing. The acting is, is decent. Um, the main guy, I forgot his name so don't ask me, he, at first you think he's a really bad actor but then <laughs> Yeah, honestly, you just feel like this is really shit uh, acting. But then you really buy into his persona of he's a man that's been wrongfully accused of something. How mm. how else are you going to act? You know, I mean, how else are you going to portray yourself in prison? Of course, he's going to be down. Of course, he's going to look awful. Of course, he's going to be the way he acts in terms of he's always slouching or he's even his his style of walk. You really feel sorry for him. You really feel like he's a poor individual, like. You know, he's like he's crestfallen, and and I really enjoyed that, and I thought that just brought me closer to the TV show. And as I said, it doesn't really do anything amazing. Yeah. But with these two shows that I've watched, what's nice about them is the individual storylines within the TV show, and it keeps you hooked. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes you get TV show that obviously is focused on the main storyline, and that and that's it. But with this one, you have the main storyline, which is obviously the key to everything. But within each episode there'll be a smaller plot and which obviously if, if sometimes it leads up to a, the bigger picture or sometimes or it just its storyline ends with that particular episode and i really enjoyed that i really yeah. enjoyed being 
you know, bought into it and it's there is definitely going to be a season two and I'm I'm excited for it. It's yeah. this is this is another show that's come out of the blue for me and I need to not, do you know, not every show needs to be breaking bad, you know. Like no, some shows, exactly. Some shows, exactly. Some shows can just be like a weekly watch where, you know, like it's like a nice watch and this yeah. show sounds like it. Yeah, and the episode that there is a lot of episodes, so that was my concern with these episodes. Uh, this, I think there was fourteen episodes or something, mm-hmm. and they are one hour long. To be honest with you, so it's not a short TV show, but you really do get taken on this journey. You know, you really do, and obviously you see his ups and downs, and you see this whole. I think the weakest part of it is his own storyline. To be honest with you. Uh, I liked him when he when he was helping other people and stuff, but he, he does have his own struggles, which is also quite cool to see. Uh, but yeah, this TV show for me came out of nowhere. You know, I would really, I would, if it wasn't for the other shows ahead of it, this would definitely make my top five. Uh, review purposes, I think I'll give this a three and a half. To be honest with you, I, I'll think about it and definitely put up my review because I feel like some people might like the show, and I feel like it's it's a show that's worth watching. And in honesty, it's a show that you don't really need to pay too much attention to so sometimes i like to have background noise when i'm doing work or uh, if i'm just sitting next door on my laptop or whatever and um this is one of those shows to be honest with you it's, it's a really it's a good story it's a sad story sometimes hard to watch but sometimes it's really really rewarding and you know it's an upbeat storyline but definitely give this a go um do you want to do any on on your list yeah i have quite a few i'll i have one show that i really want to talk about and on, i have a few i'm gonna run through yep but um okay running through High Fidelity. Um, I talked about it in previous podcasts. Zoe Kravitz's show. Yep. I really like the show. Like the more I thought about it, I feel like this was probably one of my favorite shows of the year. Oh wow! Um, I'm really upset it got canceled by Hulu. Like, yep. but we might get a season to it. We we got like a we got like a release of Snyder Cut movement coming <laughs> on Twitter. It's like release season two of High Fidelity. It's gonna <laughs> High Fidelity season two. So, I'm calling it right here. It's gonna happen. We're making it happen. Yeah. Netflix will um, probably pick it up or something, I'm sure. Something like that. Clone, the Clone Wars. Okay. Yep, I know. What an ending. What an ending. What an ending. What an ending. It's, it was top five for me, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to say too much about it because I do want want you to watch it. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Season seven. But, yeah, what, what an ending. I never... We, we gave up hope there. We, we didn't think we were getting season seven. <laughs> and uh, normal people. I should talk about this show, too, on the previous... Yeah. Uh, podcast, you know, just like a love story. Um, just two people going through from school to uni. Um, I really like the show too. The more I thought about the show, I thought this was probably one of my favorite TV shows too. So those were the ones. And we are who we are, which nothing really happened in this show. It's kind of like a vibe show. Like it's just a bunch of kids living their life. Mm. Um, the plot's not too heavy. But there's like a lot of good music. The score is really good. It's just like a show to have on. This is the ultimate show to have on the background. Oh, really? Cause, yeah, because it's just like, it's just vibes. It's just vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I want to talk about one more show, but you can go first. Um, the final show that I was, uh, watched, um, and this was something that I touched on uh, when I was talking about Muslims and stuff like that. And it's called, um, geez, I forgot the, I think it's called Transplant. Yeah, yeah, it's called Transplant. I think, yeah, I think it's called Transport. Um, yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, yeah. So basically, a Syrian refugee, uh, he's working in like, like a, in, in his restaurant or something, and a, a lorry comes smashing in. Like, it, 
this is kind of the the, the main uh, storyline to it. And um, obviously, he's fled his country. He's a doctor there or whatever. And uh, we we don't know this until the the lorry, this big truck, sorry, it loses its brakes and comes smashing in, taking out what you end up finding. What you end up finding out is he's he's a doctor in in a hospital that he actually went to interview for. Um, it takes out uh, and other other people in, in the restaurant. So, but before this happened, this guy goes up to the doctor that interviewed him and goes, "Do you remember me?" And you just see this truck just driving into the restaurant, crashing, and he saves everybody's life. So he drills a, a hole in the doctor's head because his head was hemorrhaging and um, he didn't want him to bleed. Uh, he slits some guy's um, uh, eyelids open so that he doesn't go blind. Uh, he, he he saves everybody in that restaurant and. They get taken to hospital, blah, blah, blah. And they find out that it was him. And then the doctor finds out it was him. And long story short, he becomes a doctor in the ward. And it's just, it's such a nice storyline. But at the same time, you see, he goes through struggles. So obviously he's, a, he's, a, he's an immigrant. And this is based in Canada. He's an immigrant refugee. And he's got his little sister to look after. His mom and dad have obviously been killed in the war. He's got a, a friend over there who keeps phoning him. Because uh, obviously they've got a lot of casualties and stuff. And it really focuses on his storyline and how poor he is and just like the struggles of life and being in a different country, having to look, look after his sister, having to find a place to live, rent. And there's a lot, I, I thought I'd give up on the show really, really quickly, but it's like uh, for life where it's not the larger picture that is, has interested me. It's this individual story. Like yeah. you don't really care about, or other plot lines in the thing because there's a plot line in, in there where the guy his wife lives um in a different state or something because she, yeah she needs to live there and he's he's out here for work and they're like kind of not separated but life is different you don't really care about these storylines and you don't really care about this the smaller story well some storylines in there are really fascinating to watch for example uh, a kid came in and it was a trans trans kid and there was another incident in there where the guy didn't want to be looked at by the the Muslim doctor because he was Muslim. So there's was, there was that racism storyline. So there's a few storylines here that, that you find, okay, interesting. Some of them you overlook, but it's this doctor, I can't remember the actor's name, but it's his storyline that you get attached to and you want to see more of. And I think the show does that in a, in a good way. I think I said, because I started episode one just before we did the Mando episode and then I watched Tenant. So I thought yesterday I'll watch two more episodes. Then I watched Alice in Borderlands and then we could, I could talk about two, but I ended up watching seven yesterday or something like that. Mm. Uh, and I'm on like episode eight. So I'm bought into it. I'm, I'm quite excited to see a, a show about a Muslim individual who is a doctor. We don't get any of that, you know, but we, it's also showing you his struggle from being, from fleeing a war torn country. Yeah. And it, some stuff is very very stereotypical uh but it is what it is and if i i, I could overlook that you know because that's that's the norm in tv nowadays but yeah it's called uh sounds trans- interesting yeah it's, it's really interesting I, I don't think it's for everybody i think you have to go through the struggles to understand certain things mm-hmm. but i've really enjoyed it yeah i've i've, I've definitely in, in, enjoying it at the moment i'll probably watch a few more episodes today before i go to bed um but that's me for this year i feel like i've watched more but I don't feel like uh, I want to talk about them. Uh, I, I can't remember them, and maybe that's for the best. But this is pretty much what I've what I've watched this year, in all honesty. And I'll give okay. you my top five once you're done. Okay. So the last show I watched, and this is a show that like really blew me away, came out of nowhere. Is I may destroy you. Ooh. Um, 
it's it's a BBC show, but it okay. it uh, premiered on HBO here. Okay. And I was hearing like a lot of chatter about it over the summer, so I was like, okay, I'll give this a watch. And like, it really blew me away. Like, it's the writing in the show is so so good. Like, it's Phoebe Waller Phoebe Waller Bridge level writing. Like this for this this show is probably my flea bag for this year. Wow. Um, so. It's it's a hard show to describe because it's really about everything. Like it's about it's about social media. It's about like millennials, which we are. It's about yep. you know rape, sexual assault, uh, consent. Yes. It's it's really about everything, and it's all set in London. Um, uh, you yeah, know me. You know me in a show set in London. I love it. Yeah, you you have to watch it. But um, it's so good. Like she's gonna be like the person who wrote this show. Uh, let me see. I, I'm, I, I'm on. I'm on IMDb at the moment. It's uh, uh, Michaela. Yeah, Michaela Cole. Oh, she's, she's so, so she's so good. She's so. I've seen her in the show. What BBC, show? I, I, come, what show? I can't remember what show, but it's a. She plays different personas or something. Yeah, yeah. she's so good. She's, she's so good. She's like that. my breakout star yeah. this year. I love she's her. She's so talented. She's so good. But the show like really blew me away. Like it's 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 really funny. It it can get really like dark. It can get yeah. really like tough to watch at sometimes. There's like some really graphic like scenes of like rape, sexual assault. So I feel like kind of like, it, you know, it can scare some people away for that. Yeah. But like it's really good. Like the score is good. The stories are good. Twelve episodes, thirty minutes each. So it's a pretty quick watch. Yep. But yeah, I love uh, the show. I'm de- love the show. You've sold it. You've sold it too. I'm definitely definitely gonna be checking that out after I finish. Uh... Transplant, and I'm, I'm definitely going to watch Alice in Borderland mm-hmm. after Transplant. Uh, I feel like I need to watch that. And it's, I think I'm something I'm going to enjoy about this. It's called I May Destroy You. Yep, I yeah. May Destroy You. I'm 100 going to be watching that. Uh, it's been, it has been a great year. When you come to think yeah. about it and running down the TV shows that we've watched, it has been an amazing year. And um, it's in, it's going to be interesting, interesting to hear what your top five is, Mira. It was hard because I had I I felt bad leaving some shows off, but it was hard. Yeah, and I kind of cheated because I put number one at a tie, so I have actually uh, top six. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you want to go first or should I go? Yeah, first? I'll I'll go first. Go okay, so number five, I have. Oh, okay. I want to talk about one more show. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Euphoria. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 There yeah. wasn't a season. There wasn't a season Euphoria this year, but that one episode they released was so good. That I just want to mention it. So watch that one episode Euphoria. Anyways, okay. Top five shows. Yep. Number five, I have Normal People. Number okay. f- four, I have High Fidelity. Yep. Three, Queen's Gambit. Yep. Two, The Clone Wars. Okay. And one, Mandalorian slash I May Destroy You. I had a cheat. I had a group okay. six shows. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So my top five is I had Rami at number mm-hmm. five. Uh, Ozark at number four. Uh, I feel like I want to swap those two around, but I'll leave it how it is. Actually, I'm going to swap them around last minute. So, so Oz- Rami four. Yeah, Ozark at five, Rami at four. Uh, Jesus Christ! I'm, 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 oh, the old, old boys, not old boys. Fuck the boys, <laughs> <laughs> the boys, the boys at three. I thought I and I. I know this might sound. I know you don't have uh, the boys in your list. It was six for me. It was okay. tough. It was I, tough. I thought Queen's Gambit was better than All Boys. Yeah, in, I agree. With in, that. in my personal opinion, like I, there was something about Queen's. I've, I've seen it twice, and I don't. 
watch TV shows twice. It has Me to neither. be like Mando. I could watch that twice. Breaking Bad, I've seen that. Queen's Gambit is, is new to that list. And I watched Chernobyl again the other day and that was just mind blowing. So yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Queen's Gambit a second and obviously Mandalorian at one. So Mando one, Queen's Gambit two, um, The Boys three, Rami four, Ozark five. Has Mando been number one for us two straight years? I think so. Yes, it has. Sorry. It yeah. has. Like Watchmen really, really. Was, well, we, we did the list before Watchmen finished. Yes, but, but even, I feel like Watchmen would have been one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, Watchmen, so was hard. Watchmen, Watchmen was good. so good. Like Watchmen is an, an incredible. And you could have argued Chernobyl was one too last year. Yeah, last yeah. year was good. Yeah, that was Chernobyl was this, inc- and then there was uh, when they see what us as well. Yeah, when, when remember that one? The one about uh, the Central Park. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, that was uh, a hard watch. That was tough. That was a tough watch. I don't know if that could. I don't know if I enjoyed watching that. It was tough, though, man. It was really tough. But uh, that was a really good series, yeah. too. Uh, okay. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to to mention. Uh, we will watch Alice in Borderlands. We yeah. promise. I've told Niv we're definitely going to be watching that. Yeah, we'll watch it. Cool. I guess. Subtitles? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my brother watched it as well. He said it's fucked. He said it's not um, the um, old boys fucked, but it's quite fucked. So it's quite well nothing's old boy fucked well the mate the, the when you uh, i saw the devil i've been telling rick to watch it that comes close i'm telling you now like that it's the same director right uh yes i believe it is I think, what's I wrong think, this guy i think it is this mate ugh, you need to watch it it's just mental like jesus christ anyways i guess that is it for for 2020 mirror um, yep why well, like we, sa- we saved the best podcast for last i don't yeah. know about you yeah, I think we did. I think there was a lot to cover in this podcast. And I think TV has been incredible this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that being said, thanks for joining us this week for episode 57 of the Multiverse Podcast. We'll probably be back second week of January or something, which... Tenant pod. Yeah, tenant pod or news pod in case there's anything. Which we've actually already done. We just haven't yeah. you know, inverted it <laughs> we yet. We just haven't inverted it yet. And then we'll probably do a Nolan podcast, which I'm so excited about because I was actually talking with Niv and Hassan about that yesterday. Um, so we're having a lot of discussions regarding that, regarding best opening scenes. There was so much to talk about. But anyways, we'll see you guys in New Year. For the latest news and updates, keep it locked to our Instagram page at themultiverse.ig. Also subscribe to The Multiverse on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Stay safe, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from myself and Mia. Peace. Peace.